0: say something Ah! okay that's not helpful but all right
1: oh
0: (laughs) no I mean I guess it won't work (laughs) that's fine I had a quick reaction
1: wait what are we supposed to do I can't remember
0: it's helpful for me if you were to be like hi my name is Anna and then I immediately respond
1: oh okay (laughs) we can do that hi my name is Anna
0: hi my name is Brooke That's all I need.
1: You're listening to Something Weird. I'm your co host, Anna, and this is Brooke.
0: Hello. Here you'll find semi regular dialogue on all things paranormal or even just a little bit weird. We're lifelong friends who've had an affinity for the strange since we first met, and now we're here to explore these phenomena with you.
1: Each week, one of us will dig into a paranormal tale as we ponder the question do we want to believe? And I get to share a delightful story with you, Brooke.
0: Is it going to uh, be delightful? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that might be misleading.
1: I don't know. Maybe I use the word delightful in too many scenarios and situations.
0: No, I'm just giving you shit. I feel like whenever it's your turn, I usually end up, like, pissed off for some reason. (laughs) You're just, like, (laughs) deeply upset about whatever you're talking about, so.
1: It's because you have to listen to me for roughly an hour spew nonsense.
0: True, true. That'll drive anyone crazy.
1: True, true. Well, I have the sniffles today, so sorry if I'm sniffling through this. I don't care. Just sniffling away. You're burping away.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're burping burps.
1: All right, well, let's just hop right in. So, we're all pretty familiar with our feelings about children. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't love them unless we know them and think they're great. Yes. You don't just see a child and, like... Automatically love it.
0: No, I would not say that I'm naturally good with children.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that was a really weird way to get to this next question. Have you heard of the black eyed children?
0: No, it doesn't sound like kids I'll like,
1: though. Okay, so you haven't heard of the black eyed children or the BECs? No. <laughs> As I'm going to call them.
0: Okay. I have not.
1: So here we are. I'll give you a little overview from Wikipedia. Black eyed children or black eyed kids.
0: That <laughs> does sound like a hip hop group or something. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it.
1: I'm not gonna teach them how to dance with you. Who sings that? <laughs> Okay. What? Never mind.
0: I just can't tell what you're singing.
1: Oh. I'm not going to teach him how to dance with you. It's like, one, I'm biting my tongue. Two, he's kissing on you. Three. But it's on the news. I'm not going to teach him how to dance with you. I've got two left feet and
0: it moves. Yeah. Ooh, who sings that?
1: I think it has the word kids in it. Anyway.
0: Okay. So,
1: black-eyed kids, black-eyed children, are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between ages 6 and 16 with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. No. No. From TBS News, a dozen of... Okay, well, th- this isn't a great start from TBS News. A dozen of stories keep circulating. What the fuck?
0: What is okay, TBS so News? Okay,
1: just came up in my Google search, okay?
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: While once thought to stem from online urban legends, the BE. Do we like BEC or BEK? I kind of like BEK.
0: I kind of like BEK. It sounds like a. It sounds like BTK. A
1: serial. K- yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay, so we're gonna go with BEK. Okay. Mysterious universe harkens back to one of the earliest reported cases, which was in the 1920s. But being a hundred years old doesn't bode well for accuracy's sake. The report says that the story was given by the great granddaughter of the witness, who they called Jane and who died in 1992 of old age. So, can't do a lot of cross-checking or Mm follow-up, but But here we are. But
0: impressive that, like, it's crossed two generations. True. You know? Very true. I feel like that says something.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, not just two generations. Three? Three, right? Honestly. I don't know enough stories from just my own life, so I'm impressed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Her great-granddaughter thought it was important to share the story and went to report it to Mysterious Universe. This all happened when Jane, the great-grandmother, was 18 years old around the year 1923, which is interesting, particularly because the phenomena of B.E.K. is generally known to be More modern, kind of an urban legend. Hmm. Jane was living in eastern Louisiana. In the early hours of one morning, Jane awoke but was stuck in sleep paralysis or night terror, whatever you want to call it, but she wasn't able to move or speak. And a young boy, dressed all in black, stood before her and stretched his arm out and pointed at her.
0: I don't like it.
1: Can you imagine? I'd be pissed someone just shows up in the middle of the night and just points at you
0: oh i hate it so much gosh it it reminds me of them i mean it's very different but i just am visualizing the bent neck lady from the hill house yeah
1: just shows up out of nowhere
0: oh i got the chills god i hate that
1: Immediately, she felt sick and like the energy was being drained from her. When she tried screaming, the feeling only got worse. Suddenly, it all ended and the sleep paralysis was gone along with the boy. Other than the experience being seriously terrifying just on its own, she couldn't forget the boy's black, lifeless eyes. Oh my god. It's like a dementor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's like... I mean, we've only heard one account so far, but just this idea of, like, getting the life sucked out of you.
1: Just, like, drained. Ugh. <sighs> well.
0: Okay, I don't like him.
1: The boy returned for the next three nights, the same thing happening every time, and even though he stopped coming after those three nights, Jane took a long time to feel like herself again. She even... Started looking jaundiced, just was really unwell for a while. However, time took its toll. The story was largely forgotten and only recounted when Jane's great granddaughter stumbled across a TV show that focused on the BEKs and she realized that this is what her great grandmother had encountered. Wow. So I guess it had been this like family tale that, you know, had been shared from generation to generation and then all of a sudden here's great-granddaughter watching I don't know X-Files. It's like holy shit this is what great grandma Jane encountered. That would be pretty
0: cool. That would be kind of incredible and decades later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Now there are dozens if not hundreds of cases on the BEKs Let's go back to the first reported case of the BEKs from Brian Bethel, a respected journalist. I also see that he was a blogger, so Mm. who knows? That could have been a very generous title given. His experience came to light in 1996 in Abilene, Texas, where he reported to a, I think it was like a ghost forum. I'm leaning towards just the blogger side of things. Not saying that a respected journalist can't be a blogger, especially in this day and age, but this is 1996, so I'm thinking he had maybe, what, like a live journal or, like, a blog spot, mm-hmm. if that.
0: I will if say, that though, I actually have no idea because I never did any of that shit, but...
1: Yes, <laughs> you did! We had the Shire
0: oh we did scoobs and psycho yeah oh that was good yeah okay well okay yes but i was gonna say i do have after reading and then i've been watching the i'll be gone in the dark i already told you that the documentary um, oh you're watching it now yeah, yeah, yeah
1: okay i know where my nights are going for the rest of the week
0: But I will say, just seeing the work that she did, just having a blog, and then the way that she got connected with other people and, like, pretty much made that case solvable, I will give bloggers due credit.
1: Absolutely. And I don't mean to shit on bloggers in any way, shape, or form, because I used to run a blog and I can't keep up with it because it's time consuming. It's a Mm -hmm. full-time job for many. And you can make a shit ton of money, so... You're living your best life and doing way better than I am, but I'm just thinking, a ghost blogger in 1996. That was even before, like AOL. That's when like you were still using those disks to get internet. Yeah, I guess so. I who knows? Who anyway,
0: knows? yeah, <laughs> he was before his time. We'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, he was actually like a a disruptor in the space. <laughs>
0: trailblazer.
1: (laughs) Bethel had forgotten to pay his internet bill, and back in the 90s, they didn't have automatic bill pay or chase online, so he hopped in his car to deposit a check in the after-hours drop box as it was nearing 10pm. He pulled into a shopping complex near a movie theater, and as he sat in his car writing out the check, he was startled by a loud tapping on the driver's side window. When he looked up, two boys stood before him and, at an initial glance, looked like normal kids. Very quickly, though, Bethel felt himself overcome with a sense of dread and like the air around him was malignant. He said, I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul racking fear. I had no idea why. Oh, my God. You. You never want to like have anyone tap on your car window. Like that just no
0: And then two creepy ass kids. Ugh.
1: And it's nighttime. You're just really not expecting to see anyone.
0: All of I that know. sounds horrible. Oh my gosh. See Anna, this is what you do and this is why I get mad whenever you tell <laughs> whenever it's your turn. It's so creepy. delightful. This is not delightful. But I'm intrigued. Keep going.
1: Bethel only rolled the window down slightly and asked,
0: "You boys like Mexico?" <laughs> you boys like Mexico? Help! If he did, I would die. Oh, man, I wish. Uh,
1: just had to, to add some brevity for your sake. <laughs> he just asked what they wanted, and their story didn't convince Bethel. They said they needed a ride home so they could get some money to go see Mortal Kombat, which was playing at the theater. It left him feeling uneasy and frightened. The timing didn't make sense. The movie had already started. Going back and forth from wherever they lived would have had them missing almost the whole movie once they got any sort of money. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All the while, the spokesman uttered assurances. It wouldn't take long. They were just two little kids. They didn't have a gun or anything. The last part was a bit unnerving. In the short time, I had broken the gaze of the spokesman. Something had changed, and my mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. Both boys stared at me with coal-black eyes, soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless night. I full-on freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I made whatever excuses came to mind, all of them designed to get me the hell out of there. I wrapped my hand around the gear shift, threw the car into reverse, and began to roll up the window, apologizing all the while. My fear must have been evident. The boy in the back wore a look of confusion. The spokesman banged sharply on the window as I rolled it up. His words, full of anger, echo in my mind even today We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in!
0: Oh, I've I have every row. I'm going. Sorry. <laughs> no, keep going. I'm really into it. I just can't even like I can't talk.
1: I wish someone would just tap on your door right now. Like that would make me so <sighs> happy. My
0: fucking shit. Oh my god. <sighs> or just like ah I'm just imagining like a face <laughs> appearing in that window right now.
1: A <sighs> <The> grudge face. <sighs>
0: so scary what do Isn't they want there? yeah the sun's setting
1: oh my gosh <laughs>
0: so it doesn't matter <laughs> scary things can happen in the light too I don't understand what they want so they have to be invited in and like do the black guys do something are they like trying to stay alive by eating away at your soul like a dementor like
1: I don't know why are you asking me he continues. I drove out of the parking lot in blind fear, and I'm surprised I didn't sideswipe a car or two along the way. Sounds like he did sideswipe a car or two along the way. <laughs> I stole a quick look in my rearview mirror before peeling out into the night. The boys were gone. Even if they had run, I don't believe there was any place they could have hidden from view that quickly.
0: I don't know. It was nighttime. Like, maybe. But, okay. Maybe.
1: I mean it was really up until the moment where they basically said, Let us in, we can't get into the car until you deal." saw their eyes, which were completely black, no iris or pupils, before he put the pedal to the metal and said
0: See a fuckers um,
1: out of here.
0: Wow. Yet another thing that I never want to happen.
1: Fair enough. A follow-up interview with Bethel explored whether there were any lasting effects from the experience, such as paranoia, which has been reported in other BEK cases. Bethel said, My sleep was greatly disturbed. I didn't want to sleep at all, actually. I felt unsafe doing so. I kept having this fantasy of them appearing at the foot of my bed or waiting outside my door for me when I went outside. It was a rough few weeks, I'll say, and the effects linger to this day. The use of black eyes to symbolize evil has become a common trope in horror films and other media, and I will tell you that every time I see such an image, especially if I'm not expecting it, I flash back briefly to those terrible, agonizing moments in my car. I legitimately did not know if I was going to die or not. I've never been so terrified.
0: Wow. I don't even know what to say. That's just... Okay, I want to know more. Are there more accounts?
1: Oh yeah, I've got a couple more for you. Another case, in 2010, a woman named Allison had a first-hand experience when she was staying at an Orange County motel watching a movie, Rosemary's Baby, around 11 o'clock when she was startled by a loud knock at the door. She tentatively went to see who was there and saw two young boys, both wearing black hoodies and standing directly in front of the door. It's like they could sense her watching them, and one of the boys leaned in and said, please let us in. We need to use the telephone. When she heard this, she felt shivers go down her spine, and it didn't help that the boy kept his face pointed downwards with his eyes shadowed. Right after, Allison felt like an evil force was taking over her, almost willing her to open the door. It took strong effort on Allison's part not to give in and open the door, fighting off the, quote, need to let the children in. When she looked back into the peephole, she looked straight into the eyes of one of the boys, staring at her, solid and black. Allison screamed and jumped backwards, calling the night manager, who came to her door immediately, but the B.E.K.'s were nowhere to be found.
0: What do they want?
1: They want inside.
0: Like vampires.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I kept thinking of. Mm -hmm. May I enter? Most reports you come across now retain that BEKs are a newer thing, but I found a story dating back to 1974 in the Picardo region of France. An early witness report from the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena writes that two men, known as Alain and Patrick, were driving through the village when around 3 p.m. they took a turn and noticed something near the last house in the village, one that shook them. They saw five small figures huddled together around four feet tall, one tracing its hands along the home.
0: Along the what? The home. Ew. You what?
1: don't want someone tracing your home. It's gross. It's just weird. Yeah. Quit petting it.
0: Just petting it.
1: Elaine <laughs> rolled down the passenger side window for a better look. He said his blood ran cold when faced with the being. The figures were wearing garments with multicolored spots, and they had earthy yellow skin and long hair that fell down their backs to their waist. Their noses were compressed inwards, and their eyes were described as enormous, solid black hemispheres the size of billiard balls. The beings gestured the two men to come closer— that Alain freaked the fuck out and told Patrick to drive away. Eight months later, an investigator questioned nearby residents and a neighbor reported also seeing the beings in the road. How was that?
0: <sighs> well, that sounds, I mean, that's different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> multicolored spots? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it kind of reminded me, though, of the Loveland frogman.
0: Oh, I like him. Weren't
1: there, like, a group of them huddled together, and they had, like, wizard sticks? Or oh, they had yeah, sticks. they were,
0: like, fighting with garbage.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. I just always just imagine them a little bit like wizards, and uh-huh. um, this is kind of how I imagine these guys.
0: I don't—honestly, this description is far less scary and intimidating than children— there is something so sick and wrong about children <laughs> but children that will like want to do you harm and obviously these kids want to do you harm and just to see something that's so like oh it's just a kid and they need help and then to see that the blackness and the like the fear it's just that is so much scarier to me than some like clown motherfucker standing outside your house
1: <laughs> i mean that's totally fair there's one aspect of having someone in a multicolored spotted robe tracing your house with their finger and then another having a black-eyed kid <laughs> feeling evil outside your door when you're watching Rosemary's Baby at 11 at night.
0: Yeah, a little different. I mean... A little different. Both shouldn't happen. I don't want any of it <laughs> in my life. But, yeah, I'm just... I'm a little less freaked out by the... uh by the dot clowns. I don't know why they're clowns to me, but they're I just imagine clowns with giant eyes.
1: Honestly, it could be this could be a description of me. I mean, wearing garments with multicolored what? spots, earthy yellow skin and long hair that fell down their backs to their waist. That could have been me at some point in life.
0: Eyes I don't like know. fucking Pool okay, balls. that's where <laughs>
1: things go off <laughs> their chains. <sighs> Beks are known to have ties to the MIB, who we know well to be terrifying workers of the gov or someone or something to cover up things,
0: secrets, secrets.
1: There are some parallels between the two. They enjoy knocking on doors late at night. They wear dark clothing. They typically won't enter a home without being invited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also vampires. And they make the scene feel creepy. Weird. So there are some parallels. There is a theory that maybe MIBs are just grown-ass BKs.
0: What's But no, that doesn't make any sense. It's just a theory. I'm just
1: passing it along.
0: I know, but you know I like to tear these theories down. It's (laughs) a good thing. (laughs)
1: Well,
0: it just doesn't make any sense because men in black show up when something paranormal has occurred. And are covering it up or, you know, whatever their actual job is. But these kids are just showing up to whoever on the street or at their house. Like what? What purpose do they serve?
1: Maybe they're just being punk kids, just going through that. uh,
0: (laughs) So they're like MIBs in training that are rebelling. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Just
1: smoking, knocking on doors, (laughs) not wearing sunglasses. Okay. There are many other questions about what the BEKs could be: aliens disguised as humans demonic beings, spirits, goes all across the board. David Weatherly, a researcher who's compiled and studied dozens of cases, addresses the many theories in his book, The Black-Eyed Children, Mm -hmm. including an even more sinister theory that has followers postulates that the Greys are actually attempting to take over our world by slowly breeding us out and phasing in beings with alien DNA. Over time, the human race will fade away to be replaced by the superior DNA of the gray aliens, adherents say. So just kind of getting back to what are these things. Bethel, our blogger, reporter, movie theater non-attendee, he isn't convinced one way or another, only saying, I don't know for sure. What I do know is that they are predators and we are the food. I don't think that they eat us in any literal sense, but they do want something from us. Maybe they do just want to kill, but I tend to think the design is far more complex than that. Until you've been on the receiving end of those terrible dark eyes filled with hate and torn from the very depths of night and time, I'm not sure you can understand. The people I've spoken with who have truly seen them understand completely.
0: They just like feed Mm -hmm. off of your soul.
1: Yeah, getting all poetic there too
0: <laughs> I just went down Depths. a very deep and weird rabbit hole of what these things are doing and the like lasting impacts I feel like in they're in your brain? in my brain or on yeah. the internet? Yeah. no just okay. right then I was just completely like in it so I feel like they're obviously feeding off of people's i'll put souls in quotations but just they're kind of like livelihoods and i wonder if it's like they feed off of the vulnerable and then the lasting effects of that like dread and sorrow and all the negativity and the fear that those people experience is somehow kind of like marked on them and left with them and with that to like hold on so <laughs> you're just looking at me so blankly. No, so no, it's like, I'm
1: actually taking it in.
0: People have this experience, have this exchange, whether they realize it or not. You know that these kids or whatever the fuck they are are feeding off of them in a way. But the lasting impact and why maybe this isn't something that's like talked about as much, um, or just as like common knowledge, is that these people are just kind of left with like a sadness that we can so easily explain away in other scenarios you know what I mean yeah and like maybe for some people they just write off the trauma or like kind of erase the trauma because we've I mean we've talked about that plenty that we do that as a coping mechanism or maybe some of them like remember this experience and have that kind of marked fear but I could just see like the lasting impact of it being explained away really easily just in our society you know what I mean yeah
1: anyway, totally that's
0: what they're doing that's what I decided
1: well it also really reminds me when you go down that path of El Cuco
0: yeah totally
1: that is El Cuco exactly how you described that
0: whoa yeah absolutely.
1: For anyone who does not know what we're talking about if you haven't seen The Outsider based on Stephen King's novel The Outsider, also an HBO show, it is fantastic, so oh, give it a go. Digs into the history of kind of these soul eaters of different cultures and over time and there are actually a lot of accounts whether they look the same they're all kind of doing the same thing and have the same effect, and that's really what Mills was kind of referring to is just feeding off of that lasting sadness that they've been marked with.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel like it could just be another kind of entity that's living in that same way. Ugh, I hate them. <laughs>
1: I won't go down this path because it's its whole own thing. There is also belief that the BEKs are tied to anyone involved in the occult. So there's that, which could tie back a little bit to our girl Allison from earlier, who was watching Rosemary's Baby. Coincidence, probably. But it is one of the fringe theories.
0: Interesting. Okay. Okay.
1: We just don't have time for
0: it all. Fair enough.
1: That's really all I have for you. I could have done hours more. Glad I didn't. I'm sure you are, too. I'm
0: grateful. Yeah. Very interesting. I just didn't necessarily need this in my life.
1: Well, neither did uh,
0: Bethel. Bethel.
1: Neither did Allison. Neither did Jane, but such is life
0: I suppose I'll suffer with them in my own way but really fascinating and I really like you've definitely like reignited that interest after watching The Outsider and just all of that I mean obviously they focused on like the Mexican urban legend and folklore but there's just so much of it and I love that she like really went into the history of this isn't a new concept And just the the idea that fear is so powerful that these beings are like living off of it. It's certainly not something that I would like write off as complete nonsense. For me.
1: Yeah, I totally, I'm in agreement. I don't know what the entities, specifically BEKs, are, what they represent. It could just be a form of. Many.
0: Right.
1: Who knows? Right. I'm curious. I have heard about the black eyed children before and I'd kind of known their story that they bring dread and and fear and whatnot. But I haven't ever heard firsthand from anyone like any sort of experience Mm -hmm. with that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or even like secondhand, thirdhand experiences. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating. I hadn't heard anything about these things, whatever they are.
1: And considering that they're kind of, I guess, a new or modern phenomena, mm-hmm. kind of like Slender Man, mm-hmm. which you hear so much about, mm-hmm. it is kind of surprising that it isn't a bit more prevalent. I don't know.
0: No, I had the same thought. Like, I'm surprised there isn't more conversation around this. There's just more stories But I don't know, maybe it's one of those things that like, as other people see that they're telling their stories, and they'll be more willing to be like, hey, I had this really weird thing with, you know, someone always has to be the first one to talk, and then you see the the dominoes fall. Yeah. Maybe. I guess my point is, maybe more people will be willing to, to talk about it as they see stories come out, but yeah, that's horrifying.
1: Not a fan. No thanks. Not a fan of the B.E.K.'s.
0: No, thank you. I already didn't really care for kids, so this just... just cherry on top right there.
1: Some poor kid comes up and, like, taps on your window because they actually need help with something. You just gun it.
0: Just throw her into gear. See ya! Uh, well, don't tap on my window, son.
1: Fair enough. Those are some stories of BEKs for you. I'll let you do your own research so you know what to avoid, maybe. Doesn't sound like you can really do much, though.
0: Now you've just uh, invited some sleepless nights to all of us listeners. Hide your kids. Well. Well, (laughs) watch out for those kids. Can't trust them.
1: So, yeah, it sounds like we've both kind of landed on again big shrug no idea not gonna write it off though
0: I feel like I'm pretty like I'm pretty on board with this not necessarily that it's always gonna be like in the form of a kid with dark eyes but just this idea of like I was saying some being or entity that can feed off of fear I'm pretty on board with that and this just makes me even more scared of that possibility (laughs)
1: Oh great. So now you're even more fearful. You're a walking feast. You're oh, it's just like they're a feast coming for me. A buffet of sorts.
0: <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just snacking, snacking on fear.
0: Snacks on snacks.
1: Well cool. caves. Cool. cool, cool, cool. All right, listeners, what do you believe? Are there black-eyed kids out there trying to suck your happiness away? your lifeblood, feed on your fear, whatever you want to call it, or these just kooky stories from some bored people, or a little bit of both. Have you had any experiences with fear-eating demons or entities? We want to know. So tell us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at, at something weird Podcast. We'd also just love to hear any other of your weird, creepy, strange scary stories, so let us know.
0: And if you enjoyed any bit or all of the podcast episodes, let us know with a nice five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Always appreciated, makes us feel good, and it helps us continue to get the truth out there, which is why we're here. And with that, Anna, thank you. Once again, introducing something into my life that will keep me up at night, so... Thanks for that. And listeners, thank you for coming back and listening to us once again. So until next time,
1: stay weirdy. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm